Now, the second very, very important issue uh, uh, has been submitted by Deputy Jackie Cal, Deputy Michael Fitzmaurice, Deputy John McGuinness and Deputy Matt Carthy, and they wish to discuss the case of a farmer in County Kilkenny whose farm was hit by environmental contamination. Now, I must apologise to Deputy Cal and to the deputies who have tabled this. I had indicated we would give two slots to this. That didn't transpire, but I will give an additional minute with the agreement of the House to each deputy wishing to contribute on this matter, if you're, if you're happy with that. Are you happy with that? Deputy Cahill. And um, thank you for take, taking this forest. Minister, this case hasn't happened on your watch. This is an historical case. Um, Mr. Dan Brennan um, came into our Agricultural Committee um, at roughly around this time last year. He has been in Brussels twice with this case and got um, no answers. Um, he's actually looked for his file back from that, that was submitted to Brussels at that, at that time, and he's, they, they refused to give him back his file. And Minister and Count Corner, Dan Brennan deserves answers. We don't know what happened on his farm, but I think a lot of questions have got to be answered. And I'm just going to pose some of them here this evening. Why did the trees die on Dan Brennan's farm? Why did bones grow in his cattle tissue and kidneys? Why did the milk yield of his cows double when the factory closed? Why did his cattle's weight at two years go up from 320 kilos to 520 kilos when the factory closed? Why did the foliage recover on his farm after the factory closure? Why the cattle trials that were performed <coughs> on his farm where cattle were taken from Dan Brennan's farm and put on a neighbour's farm and vice versa, and cattle were bought from uh, a tiger's farm and put on his farm. And the lack of tribe was clearly demonstrated again on Dan Brennan's farm. Why was that ignored? Was 45 acres of trees and ditches wiped out? And this was confirmed by an EPA report. Again, why was all this evidence not clearly examined? And UCD asked the EPA, what was the amount of cadmium being emitted from the factory? On the EPA record, it showed a kilogram per hour. But they wrote back to UCD and documented that it was only a gram per hour, which is a thousand times less. Why? Now, Minister, I'm after posing a lot of questions there. As I said, Dan Brennan, thankfully, is now farming very successfully and very efficiently on his farm. But both he and his family suffered torment while this factory was in operation, and those questions need to be answered. Deputy Fitzmaurice. Deputy McGuinness. Deputy McGuinness, okay. okay. Um, to, to concur with what Deputy Kyle has said, and to, to add to it, that this has gone on for a significant number of years. Uh, in fact, former members of this House, and Mary White, uh, was part of the initial um, number of TDs that were making themselves available to support Dan Brennan. In 2006, uh, the minister at that time sent down a representative to Dan Brennan's farm and found that he was an excellent farmer. Everyone locally knows Dan Brennan and the Brennan family as being excellent farmers. And when he legitimately brought forward the concerns that he had about his cattle and about what was happening on his farm, he wasn't listened to. He was talked down to. Now, Minister, you are the Minister of today. 
You have to acknowledge what happened on Dan Brennan's farm. All of the evidence that has been submitted both to the Agricultural Committee and directly to your department indicate that there was a clear problem, a clear problem with the factory. And the evidence is now clear because the factory is closed and soon after that, Dan Brennan's farm came back to full production. And I want to underline the serious problems that it has caused Dan Brennan. I want to say to you that it's not a simple thing to carry a fight against the state on your own when you're told every day, day in, day out, that you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And when Dan Brennan looked at the various results and saw the information that was being withheld from him and information that was not given to those that were investigating, he had nowhere to turn only to this house of Cairncorla. And he's turning to us as four members of this parliament this evening to ask you to take a decision to investigate the matter fully, to give Dan Brennan the answers he deserves. And I would suggest that you should put together three professionals to look at every single aspect of this and to come back to you with the answers. But giving the standard reply that we have been used to from the department is not good enough. It's not good enough because it's obvious now what caused the problem in the first place. Deputy Matt Carthy. And I'm sure you'll agree that it's, it's not every day that topical issues are submitted by people from three different political groups and three of the four of us don't come from the constituency of Dan Brennan, but I know we have the support of all the Oireachtas members from the Carlo Kenny constituency, including my own colleague Kathleen Function. Anybody who's heard Dan Brennan give testimony cannot but believe his story because he not only articulates it in a very cohesive and in a very strong manner, but he also has evidence to back it up. And that evidence cites that he raised issues regarding health, the condition of cattle, and issues pertaining to the local environment from as far back as the 1990s, and that all those issues exacerbated from particularly 1997, in basically in direct lineage to increased um, construction taking place. Um, and he, at that stage, raised numerous concerns that those issues pertain to the location of his farm adjacent to a brick factory. And he raised those issues throughout many years at every single level. And at one point, by raising those issues, he was actually accused himself of being a bad farmer, something that was disputed not only by him and his family, but by his neighbours, and every farmer worked their salt. And then, lo and behold, that factory ceased production in December 2008, and almost overnight, with a click of the finger, conditions on the farm started to improve. I'm not saying that there was a direct link, but I'm saying that all the evidence points to the fact that there was some correlation between those two things, because the evidence suggests that Dan Brennan was and is an excellent farmer. And I'm asking you, Minister, to take it upon your good office to ensure that this man gets the truth and justice that he so dearly deserves. It's not every day, Minister, that someone from Monaghan and someone from Galway, not near Dan Brennan, and in fairness to the two deputies here, come together. Um, when Dan Brennan came in, I didn't, didn't know him from Adam. 
And the, the, the words of Willie McBride came to my head to Bathard and State. He has gone through hell and back with his family. And I would ask, and when you listen to his story, the least we need to do, as what Deputy McGuinness said, put three independent people, we need a debate here in the Dáil as well. Why was there the results of three feeding studies, two during it and one when the factory was closed part-time? Why weren't they published? Um, why was the, the findings of uh, Bashmas from UCD in 2005 commissioned by the EPA not taken seriously? Chagas, UCD, several other vits concluded that it was basically outside the farm, but the department refused to even entertain it. Um, why did basically Dan Brennan was blamed as being a bad farmer? And it was proved conclusively by UCD and others that it was nothing got to do with the men. Why was the farmer told um, basically that it was poisoning and but this wasn't in terms and conditions given to UCD that was to be looked into? You, they couldn't actually look at that. It was a total farce what went on. And as Deputy Cahill said, has said earlier on, um, the figures that was given to UCD and the figures that the EPA had were totally different figures. And you weren't there. I'm not blaming you. But some, this is, there is something rotten to the core. And there's an innocent person. It's like being up against the stage, a small man. I spoke to Dan Brennan in the last few days. And I said, Dan, I cannot promise you anything. But my heart goes out to you. We will do everything we can. But I said, the state, in my opinion, is covering something here. And honesty, for that man, justice has to be done. The EU has failed to do it. You'll go to the petitions and all the usual palaver. And he's, as I said to him, I'm not promising you anything. We will do our best. Because he has been given so many promises down through the years and let flat in his face. He deserves justice. That's the minimum he deserves. He deserves an independent of, of uh, inquiry, like Deputy McGuinness has said, and what Deputy Cahill and Carty has highlighted as well. And in my opinion, we need to have a debate in here because it's wrong, wrong, wrong what's gone on. Thank you. An extraordinary case, Minister, and thank you for being here to deal with it. Thanks, Concorda, yeah, and, and, and I recognise the, the significance of four, four deputies coming together. Um, it's, it's not something you see very often in, the, in this House, and I certainly recognise that in relation to um, the topical issue being put here this evening and also um, the time that the deputies had given as part of the, the committee on it as well. Um, the matter, Concorda, um, that's being raised relates to events that took place, as, as the four deputies have said many years ago, and at that time, uh, my department, along with other public sector bodies, uh, invested significant resources in, in an investigation of animal health and environmental concerns on the farm in County Kilkenny. And this exercise conclu is concluded about 13 years ago now and commenced a number of years before that as well. In June of 2004, an interagency group was convened to examine the matter. And it brought together a broad range of scientific expertise from uh, my department's laboratories, um, the Environmental Protection Agency, Chugusk, uh, the Health Service Executive and also Kilkenny County Council. This multi-agency approach was a clear evidence of a significant effort by the state to get to the bottom of very distressing events which were of significant concern to the individuals involved. The investigation led by my department's veterinary laboratory services reported its findings in June of 2006 
And that report produced details of very comprehensive field and laboratory investigations undertaken on the farm to determine the cause of the animal health issues on the farm. It was provided to the herd owner and to his advisors. And in addition to this report, laboratory test results had been provided as well to the herd owner on, on an ongoing basis. Further to that, during the latter part of 2005, my department funded a comprehensive animal health programme on the affected farm. This included a programme of mastitis control, calf vaccinations, um, provision of calf hutches for the 2006 calving season, as well as the provision of advice on enhanced biosecurity. I'm advised that the animal health and production on the farm had shown a definite improvement in the first five months of 2006. Calf health had been good, and this was reflected in improved growth rates. Milk production and quality were also reported to have improved. Direct involvement of my department's veterinary lab services in the on-farm investigation then concluded in August 2006. <clears throat> Subsequently, and on foot of a request by the herd owner and his advisors, University College Dublin Centre for Veterinary Epidemiology and Risk Analysis, uh, CVERA, was commissioned by my department to conduct further epidemiological studies of problems on the farm. The CVERA report was completed then in August 2009, and this report was provided to the herd owner and to his advisors. The interagency group, comprising a range of expert agencies, reviewed the findings of both studies and published its conclusions in August 2010. It considered all of the comprehensive studies undertaken on this farm in detail and the interpretation of those findings by experts from the agencies involved. It concluded that the problems in this herd were multifactorial in nature and that common infectious diseases were likely to have accounted for much of the ill thrift and poor growth rates recorded. It also concluded that there was no evidence of fluoride or cadmium intoxication of animals in the herd, nor any evidence of environmental pollution in the farm. The interagency review report was also provided to the herd owner and his advisors at the time. The other comprehensive reports referred to above have been in the public domain for many years, indeed since the conclusion of those investigative processes. I can certainly appreciate that the events around this time were exceptionally difficult for the farmer and for his family. However, these events took place many years ago and were investigated comprehensively over a number of years by a range of agencies with relevant scientific expertise. I'm aware, uh, Concorda, as the four deputies have outlined tonight as well, that as the matter was recently discussed at the Joint Committee of, for Agriculture, Food and the Marine, which is chaired by Deputy Cahill and uh, all the, the members participate in. In that context, uh, I've not been made aware of any evidence of material of new information that has been made available in, in relation to the matters. Whilst I'm aware that while the witnesses that appeared before the committee dispute the conclusions reached by the interagency group in 2010, no evidence has been presented to question the, the specific scientific findings of the investigations undertaken by my department's laboratories at the time. Given the very substantial resources invested in investigating these matters many years ago, the scientific approach taken to the inquiry and the multiple agencies involved, and also the, the passage of time since these events, I'm afraid that 
no credible case has been advanced for reopening the matter at this stage. Thanks, Kim Corley. Well, I, I want to thank you for giving us extra time, and I really appreciate it. Um, Minister, look, I, I, I spoke there a few minutes ago. I outlined an awful lot of unanswered questions. And I, I think the least we owe to, to Mr. Brennan is to do, do a review of this case. And I just quote his veterinary surgeon, Tom Slevin, did 35 postmortems, and 11 of them had results that he had never seen before. The bones of the animals were soft and could be cut with a knife, and new bones were forming in the arteries and the kidneys of the animals. He wrote to the department and requested a pathologist from the UK be invited to review this. Three pathologists in the UK were sourced, but the department refused to allow it. Even that alone, Minister, to me, outlines that we need to give an independent review of what happened here. Cadmium is a heavy metal poison, and this was found in the Eve shoots on the farm in 2004 by Tagus Park. and Dan Brennan was told that his cattle had symptoms of this poison. Why was this ignored? When UCD took over the investigation, the department instructed UCD on what to test for and omitted cadmium from it. It was his veterinary surgeon Jim Crilly who noted this and in 2007 asked that it to be added back on the testing list. High levels of cadmium were found in the blood. Cattle lost weight and 95% of the systems of cadmium pising existed. Cows had dentin lesions, fluoride causes this. New environmental damage was noted. In 2004, the cadmium emissions were 88 times above the German guidelines and was never tested for after this. Thank you, Deputy. I just think, Minister, you know, an independent review, the cost wouldn't be huge bring in three independent investigators and let them answer the questions that have been posed. Do the other deputies want to make very yeah. brief comments? Yes, Corley, very, very briefly, brief. could I just say, you've ignored everything, Minister. Yeah. You've ignored everything. And you've gone with the line from your department. A line that has caused nothing but trouble for Dan Brennan. The IFA are looking on at this, and so are the people of Kilkenny looking on at it. And they believe there was something wrong. And if you want new evidence, Look at the date that the factory closed and look then at what happened on Dan Brennan's farm. You are wrong to take that line from the Department of Agriculture. You, because it's the department itself that's wrong and they're ignoring what happened. And I'm asking you to please go back and read these transcripts of the meeting chaired by Jackie Cow, and you will see clearly the passion of the late Party Wells, for example, who insisted that there was something wrong. There's not enough time, Account Corley, no, to deal with this, and I'm yeah, sorry yeah, for that, and I appreciate the, the well, attitude you've given us. Look, at, I'm but, more than happy that you bring back the matter again. Yeah, but it, it, Minister, it, it, don't, don't be guided by what you're reading Debbie there. Carthy, please. Listen to Dan Brennan, for yeah. God's sake. Carthy, please. Take a compassionate view on it. And Minister, I'll join in that appeal. Um, you know we're members of, and have been members of, the Agriculture Committee. You know we get dozens of correspondence every week and month 
from people telling us that there has been all sorts of injustices and, you know, and, and they were treated badly or whatever. Virtually none of them make it to the floor of the doll. The reason this case is because people across every political party that's represented in this House have heard Dan Brennan's story and have believed what he has said. In every major scandal that has ever affected this state, that it took decades in order to get justice, at some point down the line, a minister read basically the exact same statement that you had that was handed to him. I'm appealing to your personal nature because at the end of the day, we all know for our political differences, you're a good man. You're a man in this instance that can make a difference to this man, other man's, another good man's life that has been put into turmoil you, as Deputy. a result of the way he's been treated. Yeah, thanks, Hank Gordon. Thanks for the time. Um, Minister, cattle don't go from 200 kilos to 400 kilos um, overnight. There's some reason. The cattle were pining away, and then after a certain length of time, the cattle start thriving because a place was closed, to put it simple. You don't have to be a scientist or a vit or anyone to know that. It's weights on scales that will tell you. And you know when a beast is, is pining. All I'm saying to you is, please, for that man, for his mental health, for his family, for what he has gone through, I looked at him that day within the committee. And we get, as Matt said, we get so many people in. Your heart would go out to the men. And it's, not, it's no skin of my nose in County Galway, but my God, he's a farmer in Ireland that deserves justice. And Thank the you. last thing I will ask you is get three independent people from outside the country. I don't believe your department should be allowed to pick them. I would ask you to pick them somewhere, Thank someplace, you, and let them do an overview right. of what Thank has you. gone on. Thank you. Minister, and thanks, Ken Corla. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ken Corla. And, and thanks again to, to the deputies for, for airing your views in relation to it. So, obviously, listen, I mean, this is new to me, uh, um, but reading the, the, the evidence and in relation to the file and looking back, looking back on it. So, in relation to, to, to what took place, there was the interagency group, first of all, in, in June 2004. And then following on from that, then there was the investigation led by the department's veterinary laboratory services, and that reported its findings in, in June 2006. And then... They weren't in a hurry, anyway, Minister, to deal with, were they? Yeah, it's a, and it's, it's, a, and it's a significant long time ago now as well, Concorda. Yeah. And then uh, further to that, then, um, the University College Dublin's vet Centre for Veterinary Epidemiological Risk Analysis. <laughs> And it completed its report in August 2009. And then after that, then the interagency group reviewed the findings of, of both of those studies as well and published its conclusions in, in August 2010. So th there had been significant investigations and reports done a number there already. And the, the last one going back now as far as, as um, over, thir thir over 13 sure, years ago. So, 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 so that was that was that was that was over 13 years ago now. So, um, listen, I'll certainly review and, and look at, and, and read the, read the files here again. But, but it's not that it hasn't been investigated before, and also there's a lot of time passed since that. Uh, and also, yeah. Okay, Deputy, so, you've made so, your point, so, please. So, 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 
No, no, wait yeah. now, please let so, the minister let the so minister. No, I, I'll certainly I'll certainly read read the file again myself as well, Deputy. But there has been there has been that comprehensive set of investigations done. And as I say as I say that there hasn't been any and I, I take the point you're making, but there, but there, there hasn't been any there hasn't been any any new evidence presented. Uh, Subsequent to what would have been available at the time of the of the investigations, and one of those did um, concluded as concluded that there wasn't um, uh, cadmium um, poisoning in, in relation to it, um, or it concluded that there was no evidence of fluoride or cadmium intoxication of animals in the herd, nor any evidence of environmental pollution in the farm. Um, that was the report. But listen, I'll certainly read. Uh, I take the point of four of you have come together to. To, to make the case this evening. I'll certainly review and read the, the files as well further. But listen, I've laid out the background All to right. it. The, the, investigations, the investigations that were here previously, um, and I'm happy to discuss it further. But I'm laying out very clearly here, deputies, the background to it, the comprehensive assessment that's already gone on in relation to it, and also the very clear view that there isn't, hasn't been any new evidence presented All right. that changes Thank the you, situation. Wait, wait now, please. We're not getting into a, a rigmarole about it. Uh, I, I, look, can I just say to can I say to you, bring it back after the minister has had a chance to review the matter, and we'd provide additional time. Now, we won't be doing this sort of thing again either. It's a, it's a departure from the, from the norm.